and welcome to season six of Cheap Seats, our first and our first WDBC podcast. Um, I'm Hunter Chambers. I'm the host of Cheap Seats, and today I'm joined with my right-hand man, Mark Studier, Holden DeCola, Kevin McCormick Jr., Teddy Hirschfield, and Derek Dungan. How's it going today, guys? It's going fantastic. Oh, that's great. I'm hanging in there. Oh, that's good. (laughs) All right, so this is our our, uh, monthly podcast that we're going to start doing. Uh, we're gonna talk about sports, and sports is number one here. So, oh, yeah. let's you guys ready to dive right into it. Let's, let's go. get it. Right. Let's go. The NFL season is about what six, seven, seven weeks into it. Yeah, it's almost midway part of the season. And what are you guys thinking so far? Um, uh, a lot of new who's, who's 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 standing out this year? The Rams. The Lions. The Rams. Rams are six and zero. Oh. <laughs> I think the Rams are gonna do great this year, man. The Rams are six and zero. Oh. I mean, they can honestly. Rams look like they, the greatest show on turf to me. They look good. They're, they're <laughs> looking good this year. I mean, they're looking good this year. They have golf, Gurley, and then the defense. They got Sue, and they got Aaron Donald. They got Keep to leave. They got really the whole package on yeah. defense. Yeah, agreed. Looks and like uh, Arizona and the Giants are kind of struggling though. Patrick, yeah, I would say that too. Patrick Mahomes, he's five and one with the Chiefs, and they only lost last week by a field goal to the Pats. And he's doing exceptionally well, especially for his first year starting. <laughs> this is his second year overall, but his first year starting, and he's doing. Exceptionally well, the Chiefs, the main thing is that they get to the playoffs and then they just stall. And I think Mahomes can kind of get them over that hump and get them to a good playoff run. Yeah, 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 I agree with that. And also, I say another sleeper this year, the Bears. The Bears have been – The Bears. The Bears. The Bears are playing great this year. They're playing great defense. Khalil Mack, what a great pickup this year for them. And really just the outstanding, like, Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, he's been playing – He's, like been this year. he's been playing like that this year. Trubisky. The, Trubisky. The whole, Trubisky. Trubisky. Whole, yeah. yeah, Mitch he, Trubisky. Yeah. He's from North Carolina. Tariq um, Cohen, Jordan Howard. Yeah, Tariq Cohen's almost taken over that starting spot yeah. at running back, and that's really good for them. Yeah. So, I, yeah. What I've noticed is that a lot of the, the rookie quarterbacks this year are doing uh, very well. Kirk Cousins, Derek Goff. A lot of them are well, doing well, rookie quarterbacks. You mean new faces yeah, quarterbacks? New faces. <laughs> new faces quarterback. Jared Goff is a new face. What you doing? Well, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, I, I agree with that. Patrick Mahomes, yeah, great. Good. I think for a lot of uh, NFL quarterbacks, when they come in the season, like Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, I think they're rookies starting. But really, that that season that he had under his belt, Patrick Mahomes over sitting underneath Alex Smith, was really good for him to learn from a veteran and just gain that information to how to be an NFL quarterback in this league. and. I think that was really good for him, and that's why he's shining this year. Oh yeah, he's he's been making crazy plays, and I, yeah, like you said, I think that year sitting behind Alex Smith, who's been a veteran for I don't know how, how many years been in the NFL, like what eleven, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's something definitely like been over that. ten. He's been in the league for a while. He got because I think Alex Smith was drafted the same draft as uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so. he's he's so, he's yeah. a vet. He's yeah. a vet. Yeah, so he's been he's been behind a lot of guys, and he's also been. Starting for a lot of years, so I think yeah, that year sitting behind Alex Smith definitely is helping Mahomes yeah. a lot right now. I feel, I feel. All right, anybody else? <coughs> um, actually, I think like we were talking about the rookie QBs, Sam Darnold. He's, he's Sam really, Darnold. Sam he's, Darnold. He's really keeping that boat afloat right now. The, the Jets are sitting at three and three. They're sitting third in the AFC East, and they're sitting behind the Dolphins, who actually I don't know how they're going to do. Uh, the Jets could definitely take second in the. It, in the AFC East because the Dolphins, they lost Ryan wow. Tannehill. Do you really it. think that? Yeah. He's not lost. He's Brock Osweiler is playing pretty good. Yeah. He, he uh, won against the, Bears, the, against the Bears. Brock, yeah. Brock Tober. Um, Brock <laughs> and then you got um, Buffalo sitting at 2-4. Uh, but Josh Allen, he actually tore his UCL, which is basically Tommy John. He tore yeah. it. So he, 
he, if he gets to Tommy John surgery, which is rare for a QB or any player in the NFL for that matter, mm-hmm. um, if he gets Tommy John, then that will um, that will send him out for the rest of the season, yeah. which I think he should do. I think he should because this is his first year. He got thrown in the fire by the Bills, I feel like, so yeah. I think he should get the surgery, just rest up and learn, and uh, and then kind of rest up for next season. Yeah, I feel you, Kev. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Uh, MLB season's coming down to an end. I talked it's October time, so postseason coming down. Last four teams left. Let's see where this leads. Who wants to open it up? Well, right now we got the uh, in the ALCS we got the Astros and the Red Sox, and then in the in the NLCS you have the Dodgers and the Brewers. And the Brewers are really the one that kind of surprised everybody. Yeah. Um, they they um. They actually had a first round bye. They didn't even play in the wild card. They actually dominated their uh, division. Um, Boston, they they've been good all year. They've Boston's been, been great they, all year. They've been good all year. Really good they've they have David Price, Rick Porcello, uh, Chris Sale was actually I think he's a little bit banged up. Um, but then hitting wise, they're just exceptionally well. At JD Martinez. Yeah, they got JD. Uh, JD, JD. They, they picked him up. Mookie, um, Betts. M- Mookie Betts. They got um, they got guys, and they're definitely a scary team to play. Right now, three former Tiger players. Yeah, just like to put in. There. And they and got, and yeah, and they got Dave Dombrowski, the former GM of the Tigers. Just like to put that out there. Um, okay, so with that left, left with those four teams left, who you guys all got? I got uh, Boston going all the way. I just think they uh, they're showing some good uh, agility and they know how to focus during the game and they don't get uh, don't, they're not head cases. They they focus through. I um. I think Boston's going to win the whole thing, but I want the Dodgers to win. I think they're due. They, so they, you yeah. think Boston will win? I, I think Boston's going to okay. win, but I want the Dodgers to win. They just, they're, I wouldn't they're, mind seeing the Dodgers win. Kershaw, he's, w- he's way overdue. The Dodgers are mm-hmm. overdue. They, yeah. they they need to do it. And seeing a Boston-LA matchup in the World Series, that would be that'd be something to watch. Mm-hmm. So, right. so for the thing, though, uh, tonight when Boston plays Houston, it's Verlander versus Price. Price. <laughs> Two That's former beautiful. Tigers. Former Two Tigers. Know, it's a great pitch. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Houston though tonight. Yeah. And then I'm gonna take Boston. Is gonna finish this. And yeah. Then they're gonna be L.A. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I think. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, talking about pitching uh, Kershaw last night. He uh, did really well. He struck out nine uh, in route to victory. So I think that's a that's a big amount. Um, so yeah. Um. Yeah. So so we we've decided Boston's gonna be Houston, LA is gonna be Milwaukee, oh, yeah. and we got Boston winning all of it. I do think it's I, gonna yeah. be tough for Boston though going up against Justin Verlander just because he's Justin, Ver- he's Justin Verlander. He's JV, but that's he's why JV, baby. Boston has the advantage of three one in the series right now. Yeah. They just need one more win. Now if Boston did blow a three one lead, that would be memes for that would yeah that would that would not be good. Memes. That would not, that would not that look would, good. That would, um, yeah. I just know the Brewers. You know they're down three two in the series, so they could uh, you know down being down three two. It's not you know not that bad. Definitely not as bad as being down three one, but. But it's the Dodgers. The Dodgers with Dodgers. that storied franchise, they're not going to be yeah. lighting up a three-two lead. No, LA's been no. in this situation before. Milwaukee, this is their first time being good in I don't know how many years. So I mean, they're, yeah. and they're would, and they're still a young team. So I think if you would have asked me what Milwaukee, what the Milwaukee Brewers are two years ago, I would have been like, oh, no. a beer company. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> no, yeah. I think it's I think it's great that Milwaukee's gotten this far. I would like to see them go. I mean, they I just won't. feel like the Dodgers. Yeah. I know, I know they won't, but I just I'd like to see them go. Um, and I think I like I just don't I just I want to see a different matchup instead of the Houston uh, Astros and the Dodgers like yeah. two teams that are normally uh, recently been in the um, World Series so I think 
I think just two new teams would kind of spice things up a bit and make it more interesting for others. I feel you. I feel you. One thing I do want to put in, though, um, the Braves, they actually made the playoffs this year, and they were the worst team in the MLB they, last year. Yeah, they, 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 they did good. Step up, yeah. they, they went from being, literally being the worst team in the big leagues to making the playoffs. I mean, and they actually got a first-round bye, too. Um, they won their division, so they got a first-round bye, but they played the Dodgers, and then they lost 3-1. Yeah, that there goes to go. show you that the Tigers can do anything. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to the Tigers, Tigers. later yeah, in the show. I will say I am, I'm a little shocked that Cleveland lost to Houston 3-0. I did think it was going to be a little bit closer there. Yeah, I definitely thought the Indians would have a little bit of a better fight, but they, they didn't look really – I mean, they looked good, but they didn't look as good as they were last year. Like, they were way better yeah. last year. Than well, they, they played really good throughout the season. It was yeah. just when postseason came around. Post, yeah, they just couldn't do it. But, um, yeah. All right, let's move on to our next topic, boys. So, NCAA football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Upsets, go. upsets over upsets over upsets. Oh, Great nice. games every week. And this week we got a jam-packed schedule. We got – Wisconsin taking on Illinois. We've got Michigan, Michigan State, which we'll get to that later. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati, 6-0 and still. Bearcats. The ranked 20th. Uh, Alabama versus Tennessee. I know, Kevin, you'll love that game. Yeah. <laughs> and then Penn State, Indiana. And then NC State versus Clemson. Number 16, NC State versus number 3, Clemson. That's yeah. a great game this year. Yeah. So let's see. Open it up. Let's see I, what you guys feel. I got, the, you? I, got the, I got the top 15 right here. And I know I'm not going to go really in depth on all this, but I think some I think something we need to highlight is that Texas, they're sitting at – Seventh right now, and they're six and one, but they still have to play West Virginia. If they can beat WVU, they could definitely make a run for the top four. I don't. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't think they will. I mean, West Virginia, they're sitting back at. Uh, we'll see where, where are they. At? They're sitting. They're sitting at thirteen because they just lost to Iowa State. But um, uh, the Big Twelve, the Big Twelve was like the Big Ten last year. They they keep taking each other out. So I don't. Yeah. So it's definitely gonna be hard for one of them because you got. Texas, West Virginia, Oklahoma, and I think that's it. I mean, yeah, that's all the Big 12 teams that are in the top 10 right now that have a legit chance. So. I think uh, a major team that's uh, in the top 15 that's kind of struggling, uh, or was, I guess, uh, is Wisconsin. They, they've they been struggling yeah, all year. Yeah, yeah lose to BYU, lose to, to Michigan. Uh, yeah, no. they lost to an unranked team, BYU. They, um, they lost Cougars. to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> they lost, uh, or they did win their uh, first game, uh, but... They they lost to uh, Michigan. Their next game is against um, uh, Illinois. Yeah, they so, cannot catch a break this season, man. So it looks like they have Wisconsin winning ninety five percent, but you know anything anything's possible. So it should be yep. a pretty good game because Illinois is Illinois is playing five hundred right now, three and three. Yeah. So what do you guys think of the uh, upset LSU and Georgia? How do you guys feel about that? that, oh, that number, was good. number two that was, Georgia that was, falling to LSU. That, that was a good was, win for LSU. Yeah. That, that win put LSU. They gained eight spots from that, and they dropped yeah, five. Georgia they dropped six, and they're all the way at eight right now. And that was not a good loss for Georgia. They lost by twenty. They, they lost thirty six sixteen. Fromm did not look good. He was not on point. No, definitely not. And uh, we actually got, we we actually saw a little bit of um their new recruit. What's his name? Um, I forgot his name. He was um, <laughs> I forgot his name. I don't even I don't even know. I, I totally forgot. Anyway, his name, but I drawn a blank. But we had saw we saw a little bit of their backup QBs, and you know, from may um, he better pick up the pace because if yeah. he doesn't, he could be out of From has he's a three year starter. It's it's about time you're playing in a top top five division. Division one football program, like they're yeah. top five in the nation, and yeah. he still hasn't brought a championship towards exactly. Georgia. I know they were in it last year; they were oh, should have won it yeah, against the a crazy Alabama comeback to a to a Tulova, <laughs> the Hawaiian, <laughs> Hawaiian god. To see um, Alabama 
like just step down. I, I'm sick of Alabama. I, me I'm too. sick of Alabama. Every no, year they need it's to the stop, same man. person. Alabama against somebody that's close, close related. I, uh, I just, I, I think that like, I don't know what's going on at Alabama. If the coaching is really that good or not, but it's probably. I'm guessing that first it was probably coaching, and then they started getting players, and now it's just kind okay. Of Alabama, I think, I think yeah. Just, Ever since they were good, they just kept getting good, good players, players because they know that they can compete with all these other teams, yep. and they can make it to number yep. one. SEC for the championship. Like, no, every year, man. Every no, year. Every year. Single year. Now one wild card is uh, Notre Dame. They're sitting at definitely. They're sitting at four now, and uh-huh. they they're an independent team, which means that they're not in any conference in uh, FBS. So. They pick their schedule every year, and you know they could. Michigan looks silly with their, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with their did, with their name schedule. I'm not sure they're going to be even if they go undefeated. I'm not sure the committee can keep out a 12 and 0 team out of the top four. Do you yeah. think they'll make it to playoffs and make it beyond that or not? I, don't know. I definitely think they'll go 12, 12 and 0, but it's all up to the committee. And since Notre Dame picks their schedule every year, that goes into um, that goes into consideration. I, I think. T- like the t- I think your top three right now is Bama, Ohio State, and Clemson, and then that fourth spot is really up for grabs. Man, anyway. I don't. Yeah, Ohio State. I don't. You know, I don't think they should be able to make it anymore. You know, I'm kind of sick of them as well. I mean, I don't know. Ohio State. I mean, they're there, but Bama. It's same thing. Like Bama, they just they're good, so they're going to keep getting those recruits. Like Dwayne Haskins, another Heisman candidate. He's been playing lights out. Same yeah. with Tua. Like, yeah, I feel. College football is all about the quarterback play. Oh, yeah, if you have a good quarterback, you, you are yeah. a good team. Yeah, yeah if you have a quarterback that can throw on the run, you know, move out of the pocket, stuff like that, you know, dual threats quarterback. I might, exactly, uh, yeah. I might touch something a little touchy here with you guys, but Michigan, man, let me let me say something that I I think it kind of bothers me that Michigan. I know some of you guys might be Michigan fans. It bothers me that they, they get ranked a lot, and if I look at their schedule, a lot of the times they're they're playing unranked team, and the only team they've played this year that's actually decently good is Wisconsin. Was Wisconsin and, and Notre Dame, they and they won. lost Notre Dame. And every other game they win against uh, teams that like most of the time, like Nebraska. Um, they lost to or they beat uh, Western Michigan. Uh, they just it's a lot of teams that normally you'd look at and be like, yeah, that's an easy win. It just I feel like everybody's kind of overhyped. Well, I mean, you can also look at that with State, and they're still losing to unranked teams and, and we'll stuff like that. And we'll keep that later yeah. for our I'm little I'm segment, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> so yeah, I love I mean, this conversation, but we got a segment for that, yeah, fellas. We got a segment for that. All right. All right, let's move on. We got the NBA season coming up. Tip-off was two days ago. Oh, yeah. Against the Basque, uh, Celtics and 76ers pulled off a win. Cel- Celtics are looking good this year. They do. Celtics are looking like the team to beat, uh, well, other than Golden State as being the – Un, unmatched champions with cousins. They they, oh, yeah. they should win this. They should dominate the NBA. It's the Warriors. Their it's their championship to lose this year. Yeah. What and about the Lakers? You know, you think they're going to be able to compete? Yeah, LeBron? you think they're going to be able to compete with Golden State at yeah. all? Uh, well, the roster compared from this year to last year is completely changed. Especially yeah, with LeBron, like like their whole starting lineup is basically changed. So I think I think they can definitely compete. I definitely don't think that, that they can beat the Warriors in, in the West. The Warriors are definitely the team to beat. I would agree. Yep. Yeah, um, but you know, I just I think the Lakers are definitely gonna be a lot better with LeBron and having Lonzo Ball and having him I think he's right. Lonzo Ball's on the bench this yeah, year. They're right. starting Rondo this year. That that could be better for Lonzo because then he can sit behind them yeah. and learn sit. learn from he's literally learning from the best yeah, in LeBron James. Rondo and LeBron. I think Lonzo Ball's overhyped. I think he was overhyped coming out of college. I don't I don't think he is gonna be able to perform to all he was hyped up to be, especially in college, because that whole transition from the UC, from UCLA to the Lakers is just a huge jump. And did he graduate college or did he go straight to the draft? He went straight to the draft. Yeah, and I especially think, with that, I think less it'll be experience. Good. I don't. I think part of that is because 
dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, what do you guys, what well, do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, but the Jazz. I think yeah. Jazz last year kind of shocked me. I mean, they went they did pretty well, um, but right now I'm looking at their their wins and they they're looking like and even in the preseason they're looking like they're uh, coming up. Donovan well. Mitchell Donovan last Mitchell. year was the star of the draft. He was a steal of the draft. Jason Tatum was great. Ben Simmons, well, two years ago anyway, he won rookie of the year. Shouldn't really have won it. Yeah. Should have been Donovan Mitchell. Been Donovan Mitchell. But he was the steal of the draft other than Jason Tatum. He was the only one that put up numbers like him and he I think if he has another great year, he could be a top he could easily be a uh top ten player in the NBA if he really wanted to. Oh, yeah. And if he puts in the work. Um Jazz, Grace uh Grayson Allen, another great pick for the Jazz this year. Yeah. Um I I like the Jazz. That's a good point, Derek. I really like the Jazz this year. They're gonna be a I believe a top five team, maybe. Yeah. With if Grayson Allen performs, if Rudy Gobert stays dominant in the paint, he's mm -hmm. one of the best defensive players in the oh, league. Yeah. Probably the best defensive player in the league. Yeah. And if they keep playing like that, I think they can be a top five. They it's not no Golden State or Celtics, but they're up there. Yeah, I think Grayson Allen kind of has to watch his back because, you know, he has his antics in college with yep. tripping players and just, you know, looking pretty much like a brat on uh, on the big stage. So we'll see how he transitions to the I NBA, see how, uh, see how he gets treated on the court. Yep. But um, if Grayson Allen can get his stuff together, I think he can definitely be good because he definitely is a good player, but his attitude is uh, pretty much up in the air. Yeah, I feel. Okay, so we're going to have to take a short PSA break right now. So... We'll be right back. Hi there, son. Oh, hey, Dad. Make sure you drive safe out there. Yeah, I know. We are back. How's it going? Okay. So we're going to wrap up into our last topic, which is probably the biggest thing in college football this week, and it's Michigan versus Michigan State. Battle of the, the State, baby. Michigan Battle of the Paul State. Bunyan. All right. I just, so take it over. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to – I have some points right here that I want to put out there. But um, So the game is at East Lansing, so it's at Michigan State, so that gives them a little bit of an advantage. Michigan State, they have a lot – of injuries, they have a lot of injuries both on the offense and defense. A lot of wide receivers. Michigan State played with three wide receivers last year, and yeah. one of them was Felton Davis, and yeah. the other one was Larice Nelson, which he had a club on his hand, so yeah. he couldn't Oof. barely catch the ball. Um, MSU's O line, it's definitely it's weak. It's definitely not as good as it has been in the past years, um, which is why they can't run the ball at all because they can't get a push. There's lots of questions of the offense for M Michigan State, um, and then on Michigan side, there's a lot of questions about Shea Patterson because he Shea Patterson. He's I don't know. I feel like you haven't even seen him yet. I think I you know we, we completely. I think I, I think he has a lot more potential out on the field. I think he just hasn't able hasn't been able to unlock it. Yeah. But um, how many games? I mean, has he, he played so far, he's though? he's he's only played a few games. You know, he hasn't even thrown in yeah, a lot of those I games. Will, to be honest, we have I been, Michigan Mark. has been running the ball. Karan Higdon. On the field, you know, he's been doing amazing this year, I think, personally. Um, yeah. Especially with Chris Evans' injury, not mm -hmm. being able to play. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, you know, I, I think we haven't even been able to. We haven't even seen Shea Patterson. Yeah. And we also we saw a glimpse of him on that eighty-one yard touchdown. Yeah. We did. I, oh, not touchdown, but eighty-one no, yard, the 80 yard run. And then Joe and Dylan McCaffrey and Joe Milton, two great backups that I think have a lot of great backups. Going to have a great future. Joe yeah. Milton, I think, is a little uh, shadow of Denard Robinson, yeah, a little shoelace like in there. Yeah. But <laughs> I do, I do agree with Mark that Shea Patterson maybe. I mean, I think he's definitely good. He's definitely better than any QB. He's definitely better had. than Wilton Spate and oh, O'Corn yeah. last he's year. I mean, he's Wilton's definitely better than any QBs they had last year. Definitely. It's definitely an upgrade. But I do, I do have to agree with Mark right there is that he, we haven't really seen Shea Patterson a lot. They haven't opened up the playbook a lot for him because he, he only had like 120-something pat passing yards against Wisconsin, so we didn't really see much of him. So yeah. I'm gonna, yeah you got to pass when you have guys like Zach Gentry and – yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, those big yeah. tight ends, they you know, threats. on the field, right. you know. They have threats, but, you know, they just – And same thing with them. Michigan. They, a lot of their top receivers are out of the game, you know. Tariq Black. Oh, yeah, Tariq Chesson, Black. Chesson, you know, all those, like, top top Chesson. receivers. He's in the league, buddy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jehu Chesson. Jehu Chesson's in the league, buddy. My bad, but anyway, Tariq Black, you know, a lot of those top receivers, they, they're injured, you know. They had to put in Nico Collins and a few other guys. They had to sub DPJ out. Oh, yeah. um, from special teams, and they threw him on receiver on a couple plays during Wisconsin, and I know that... Um, DPJ has been doing good this season. Yeah, he right? has, The actually. games I've watched him, yeah. he's actually been doing good. Like, the game against SMU, he had, like, three TDs that game. Yeah, something like that. He's, he's a player. He's a yeah. player. His, last year, I wasn't sure. He, he He's coming out of Cast Tech, and last year, he... They really wanted to use him on special teams. They didn't really look good. He just looked like a guy that had speed. Didn't yeah. look like he had technique at all. Dude. Didn't look like a top five yeah. recruit yeah. in the yeah. country. Yeah, like, last year, when I compared DPJ to Cody White... Cody White looked exceptionally better. And I watched Cody White play his uh, last two playoff games, one being the semifinal game and his uh, state championship game mm-hmm. uh, two years ago. But um, just watching Cody White play, he just looked like his technique was a lot better. And Cody White was only a three-star coming yeah. out of high school, coming out of Wald Lake Western. TBJ was a uh, five-star five star. Coming, out, coming He was out a, He was considered the top wide receiver in yeah. the whole country. Yeah, but I, so like when you see D, when I, last year, he just looked like a guy with speed. That's like all he looked yeah. like. But. You want to talk about Brian Lewerke a little bit? You want to give him oh, some yeah. insight Lewerke. on him? Lewerke, Lewerke, he's uh, – What's going uh, on with he him has, this season? He has good games and he has bad games. Yeah. There's games that he hit or will miss. go off. Yeah. Hit or miss. I feel like that. I wouldn't consider myself a Michigan fan, but I wouldn't consider myself a state fan either. I just like watching football. Yeah. So I would say Lewerke, he has those games where – he had that game last, year, last season against Penn State where he threw for 450 yards and like four touchdowns. And that's something that – no no Michigan State quarterback has done in years. Yeah. And he has games that he's like, wow, this is the guy of our future. He's, I believe, a junior. Yeah. And yeah, he looked good in his sophomore, sophomore year. And I remember he started a couple games his freshman year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he got hurt against U of M. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a hit or miss with him. If he has a good game – so back to the game. If he has a good game, I feel like Michigan State can – upset this one yeah, against so, I honestly think it's anyone's game at this point Michigan it's, State's a whole different team when it comes to this rivalry I especially since I'm gonna go with Michigan State definitely they yeah. really show up against Michigan yeah they, that yeah. will give like I'm a state fan but watching state play they either play up or they play down to their opponent they never play their own game like, but, what, yes. but they get a certain level of intensity when it comes to Michigan oh yeah State. especially sure, it's, and it's sure. usually this game man this right. is the yeah. two years yeah. ago he had it's trouble it. with the snap the ball oh is free Michigan Michigan State was unranked that year yeah they were unranked at that time that that play happened but so looking um, at, uh, uh, ESPN, I'm looking at like the week eight picks for the reporters, and they they pick all their uh, the teams that they think they're gonna win. Look at the U of M and uh, Michigan State game. It looks like all the reporters so far are picking uh, Michigan. Yeah. Uh, as 
coming I, over I saw, with. Uh, it looks it looks like a pretty close game. They're saying a lot of them are saying within it's, at least. It'll be touchdowns. close. It's gonna oh, be yeah. close. Uh, East Lansing is a tough place to play. Like, yeah, especially that, during that this time of the year. Crazy, like, each, man. like each year, there's usually some trash talk. But like, I've never I haven't heard any trash talk from like either side. Like this. I think both fans. I like, would disagree. I've heard quite a bit. Of I I, so I would I, I would agree. It. I'd have to agree with Teddy. I've been hearing a lot of trash talk from state fans. I'm I think I'm the only Michigan fan in this room at the moment. But I am neither. Well, yeah, so I you and Hunter like are undecided, but I think we can all agree that you know there's been a little bit of smack talk. Well, but I, I, think, smack I think talk. I think that's I think what the rivalry. But I think is both teams talk. are just really looking to see how I this think, turns see, out. I mean, they don't know what's going to happen. State I think could both take fans. it. I think both. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so see, as uh, a guy who's not a fan of either team, it's kind of fun to sit back and watch this rivalry. I think it's a it's a very cool rivalry, and uh, it's fun to watch every year on the TV and uh, or go to the games. I think uh, since I'm I'm not gonna be biased about this since I don't like either team, I'm gonna say that Michigan. And Michigan State are going to have a good game. I oh, think yeah. that's all I'm going to say. That's, is that that's, that's, play. Given. that's a given. That's, yeah. They're going to play at their top peak performance. Both teams, they're going to go hard. Um, and one of them is going to go home uh, happy. One of them is going to go home upset. And, you know, of course, after the game, there's going to be some trash. You know, refs can't call this. You yeah. Know. I think. But, I mean, when. I know this is a little off topic with the Michigan Michigan State game, but I feel like when we're up, when any, any teams are up against like Ohio State, you know, another huge team that is a powerhouse and that people want to lose you know they're gonna root for the other team let's say michigan ohio state you know i feel like state fans would support michigan in that sense they're not really brothers in the sense but they're family members you know we hate them I, at yeah, times I, I feel, but that's I mean, an interesting yeah. point but i do agree with that yeah i, I mean I, i'm a michigan state fan but i always like to see michigan win yeah no one likes ohio, ohio state, state man yeah. honestly I, mean, I don't know that's kind of weird for me though because like uh byu's rival is utah and like whether whoever plays Utah, I, I, hate, I hate everything about <laughs> Utah. I don't know why. It's just like any team that's a rival against BYU, I just don't like them because, you know, they're, they're rivals. But, yeah. I, see, I, there's no other team that Utah plays or that BYU plays that uh, Utah and BYU hate at the same time. So I don't know what that's like. So if you guys could go into, like, more depth so, about that. Well, like, when it comes to the Michigan and Michigan State game, like, I don't know. When, whenever they play, it really, like – when it comes to that Michigan Ohio State game, I don't really know who I want to win. It just, it just depends on how the it, year and where Michigan State. Yeah, right. that's really what it is. It depends yeah. on how it affects Michigan State. Like the one year, um, there was one year where if Michigan won, it would like it would actually help Michigan State. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know the exact uh, scenario. I've totally forgot, but like I don't know. I think the main thing with Michigan fans is that they overlook. Well, you know, I w- I'm not, I won't say all fans, but there are some fans out there. They overlook the Michigan State game, like, oh, you you guys aren't our rivals. It's Ohio State that we that we really want. I think that's kind of like the problem with some of this is that like some fans for you you of them they overlook that rivalry with Michigan Michigan State. They're, oh, you guys are the little brothers, as yeah. You know, well, so well I don't think they're the brother. And like I said, the difference between like a brother and a family member this I. With a family member, you know, you have cousins. You, you yeah. kind of hate your cousins, but then you have to love them at times, <laughs> yeah. right? You hate your cousins? On occasion. I'm just saying. I know we uh, spoke a little bit about the offense of Michigan and Michigan State. So just switching it over kind of to the defense. Whoa. and um, Defense. Oh, Chase yeah. Winovich. Chase Winovich. I mean, he's Chase, a beast on Chase that Winovich, has, he uh, kind of shot – it kind of put a spotlight on him against Definitely. Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. you know, getting the pick six by Hill. Like, I really oh, think yeah. it. LaVert Hill's Lilbert pick Hill. six. That it, was shows, it shows the talent of that. the uh, Michigan defensive line. I think I the think. stars of Michigan defense, definitely uh, Winovich, 
Lavert Hill and Rashawn Garrett. Yeah, those sadly Rashawn is out. Rashad those three guys are. He's injured still, right, Rashawn? Uh, I'm not I'm, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's is. still injured, but um, he should be back for the Michigan Michigan State big game. Threat. Yeah. So threat, I think yeah. he's going to be a huge threat to that Michigan offense or Michigan State offense. I'm sorry. And I also think, you know, Coach Don Brown has done a great job with that defense, you know, keeping them pushing forward, yeah. becoming one of the probably the best defenses out there. Okay, to finish it off, let's go around and just give your picture of the game. For me, personally, I think Michigan State wins this game. Coming in at 4-2, and two, this is a game that they have to win to at least Keep stay in the hunt. Win or go home. Win yeah. or go home. Like, yeah. yes, they can lose this game and make it to, the, make it to a decent bowl, we'll but if they, win the, they need to win this game, a yeah. big game to show that, like, hey – we're still a good team, so yeah. that's my pick. Holden? Uh, so, personally, I'm going to choose Michigan just because of the great game they had against Wisconsin. They're coming off a, a great win, and I think they're just fired up and ready to go. Uh, Kevin? I, I'm going to go with, bit with the MSU, obviously, but um, <laughs> I think, like Hunter was saying, this, you know, they're sitting at 4-2. and two. Uh, They just came off a good win against Penn State, but now they have to win now, especially with that loss to Northwestern. They, I mean, I only predicted two losses in the Big Ten for them, which was Penn State and Ohio State. But now, you know, with them losing with that win against Penn State, yeah. Yeah, now, yeah, they won against Penn State and then lost against Northwestern, completely flipping my prediction. So I'm going to pick Michigan State. It's definitely going to be tough. I think it's going to be a, a defensive game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but it should be a good one. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Michigan State. Um, I just think that Michigan State, like I said, they always show up against Michigan. Go Green. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Um, I think some Michigan fans are a little cocky, and Ooh, I think uh, shots fired. I know. I, mean, I, I uh, can agree with that. <laughs> I mean, sense, especially you know. behind uh, Harbaugh. I'm not a big fan of Harbaugh. Harbaugh's not. I, like, I actually like, like Harbaugh. Harbaugh I, has I not lived up to his hype. That's kind of weird. I saw yeah, Harbaugh I think, in the NFL, so I, I kind of like. I that. think how people, well did he do in the NFL? I think though. people he, need he to calm down because a lot of Michigan fans expected him to come in and just be beating Ohio State, MSU, like all these huge teams. But a lot of people don't realize that he has done a job in a he, sense he, with improving the team. Yes. You know, hey, hey, Mark, it's also been five years since he's been hired, and he still hasn't won any of those. I'm, aw- I'm aware of that, oh, but yeah. in, in, in the sense that he one. has done his job in increasing the, oh, yeah, definitely better. Increasing the win rate. You know, he, yeah. It's better when they had It was a huge step up from Brady Hoke, oh, yeah, and I mean, sure. I think he's oh, done yeah, his yeah, job, yeah. and I think people just need to calm but down a little I bit. I think like some of the things he says about Michigan State or about his opponents are just ridiculous and sometimes he just doesn't back it up necessarily so i swear the guy has like ADHD or something he's so funky i feel like he's he's a great coach i love when he's got his uh headset on he does a little he does a little lean he does like yeah he doesn't trust the uh i feel as though he's he's a great coach but when it comes to michigan state uh, when we have to, when Michigan has to play Michigan State, I feel like he just kind of crumbles under yeah. the pressure. I mean, granted, I can agree with that. I guess. Granted, the trouble with the snap. I mean, I don't. Know, you can't <laughs> expect your punter to go out there and catch the ball. Was that his first? Yeah, year? yeah. That, that no, was that was the punter's like. Oh no, that that was not um, Harbaugh. That was Harbaugh's second year. Yeah. Second year. So okay. yeah, I mean, granted, you know, you can't really do anything about that. Like you said, your punt team out there. Do you have one job? Punt yeah, that yeah, that punt was yeah. embarrassing. Yep. But yeah, you know, it still goes down as a loss in the books. So yep. All right, Derek, what's your pick? Yep. So I'm as much as I hate to say this, and I, as much as I want to see MSU to come out with the win, I honestly, I just think it's going to be a close game. But I think Michigan is just going to barely get up. <laughs> <laughs> Barely, barely going to be able to come off with the win. So it's going to be a close one no matter what. So it's yeah, not going to be a big blowout as some people think there is. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, Mark, you've been talking all this smack. No, I don't think I've been talking smack. I think I've been talking smack. Mark's been licking his chops. He's licking his chops. Let's go, boy. I think Michigan will come up on top. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I can agree with that with Kevin. I think both, you know, our offense has struggled for years, and I don't think we're going to do any better against State. But I do think our defense will be able to hold Michigan State to a really low score. Um, I just – I don't know. I think Michigan will just play the best. But, again, in East Lansing, at that, – It'll be hard. It's, it's going to be a hard matchup. It is going to be a great game. I think Jim Harbaugh will do a great job, come out with the win. And I think our Harbaugh defense, needs it. I, yeah, Harbaugh, Harbaugh definitely needs it. This is like a make it or break it for him. Last year's loss was kind of – Yeah, last year's loss, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah, that was tough. Definitely a especially lot of one against, uh, especially the loss against Ohio State you had too, where they were up like seventeen to three. And oh yeah, they lost an OT, and then you know wh- whether JT were short or not, they were up seventeen to three at one point in the game. So there, there's no reason why they should have lost that game. Granted, they did go to OT, but that's what happens when you let teams hang around and you let it be up to the refs. You know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and I think is I think if Michigan comes out firing, you know that first quarter. Yeah, be, that's be that's really the key. That they have to come key. out firing. We are that a slower team, dude. We all do not come out until that yeah. second, third quarter when we come out. All we of need to come out first quarter. All of U of M's throwing games have been because they haven't come out strong. Like their game against Northwestern, they didn't score a single point until about halfway through the second quarter, and their defense the, ended up playing good in the third quarter, third fourth quarter. No, the thing with game. Michigan is though that they if they come out strong first quarter they have to stay, stay up to strong. that yeah, yeah they have to stay, stay strong. strong the and whole that's game. that's what I think they will do because they always they don't come out you know past games they haven't come out strong especially against yeah. Northwestern letting up 17 points I mean that was just yeah, scary was to watch game. man if you know Michigan lost that game that would have been oh, yeah. that terrible yeah, that was that was a close game yeah. and you know I think if they just come out strong you know. Stopping, stopping the offense. You know, Shea Patterson comes out, getting his throws on point, and Higdon getting runs in. I think we can do great on Saturday. The key is going to be Michigan throwing the ball. As Definitely, running, I think Shea Patterson has to defense. step up. Especially this will be this a game. proven game for Shea. This is Shea's like yeah. make or break. This, yeah. Yep. Yep. Agreed. All right. So that is our first edition of our podcast edition of Cheap Seats. This is our sixth season. I want to thank my partners, Mark Studier, Derek Dungan, Teddy Hirschfield, Kevin McCormick Jr., and Holden DeKai. So, you know what? This was a great episode, and we will see you next time. Yeah, see ya. See you guys.